This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, August the 31st, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Chet, Zebulon, which is one of the 12 tribes of Israel, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, the universe of two and the universe of many, all in the place called now, a royal priesthood, ascended dwelling place, teaching and imparting, connector of our breath in us to Yahweh's breath, a faithful, righteous son. Our original intent to live as glorious light beings with a higher consciousness in the image of Yahweh. Now, today's uh, declaration is beautiful in the sense where it's talking about this, really this place of deep intimacy. You know, and as you guys know, we've talked about this all month and how Chet is a place of covenant. It's a place of connection. It's a place where the Vav and the Zayin have been yoked together. And it's it's more than just that because it's it's funny. I can see Chet both as a fence and a boundary, which is one of the one of the literal meanings of the living letter Chet, but I also see it as a as a door and as a portal, because if you look at the shape of the letter itself, it's very similar to several other of the Hebrew living letters, Dalit, which is a door, which means door and portal. Chet is one of them. Hey is yet another one, slightly different shape. There's obvious differences between each one of those living letters, but they have the same basic shape as a door or a portal would. Same thing with Tav. Tav has a, is once again, very similar to the Chet. The only difference is it's got the Yud on the left foot, which does make it very much different. Uh, so that when you look at the living letter, you know it's a, a Tav versus a Chet. But it's funny how that even in just those two of those letters together and the way that they look and the only minor difference between the two of them, to me that alludes to the connection between the two of them. Because the Tav talks about the place of the finishing and the completion, the fulfillment and the fullness, the marking. And you know, when, when I look at marriage, when I look at a covenant relationship, you look at this place where a husband and wife come together. There's a marking with the ring, if you will. And there's a place where it's it's saying that this is a complete and full union together. Now, there's a process of walking out. There's a process of maturing. There's a process as, as we each go through that place of, of the understanding of what this relationship means. But yet in the same breath, it's a portal into something more. It's a portal into something new. And you add on top of that, the, the, the communion and the union itself brings about life. Because the husband and wife come together and the child is born. And so there's, there's the same place in this union that we have with Almighty Yahweh. As Yahweh's word goes forth into all the earth and he comes to us, there is a birthing of that word inside of us. There's a place where that word takes takes shape and takes form. You guys have heard me talk about earlier where the intent of our heart is the matrix where our words then have the ability to hang upon and to grow in. And so, you know, in, in the place of the intent of our heart, one of the ways that you can see matrix is as a womb. Because it's exactly one of the other terms for a womb is a matrix. 
You see, it's in this place that we begin to see that that there is the connection, particularly with Chet. There's this connection of Yahweh and I, the universe of two. But to me, the universe of two is only half of the equation. The universe of many is just as necessary as the universe of two. And I know I'm repeating myself a little bit, but sometimes I think it's a reminder, uh, not only for, for me, but for all of us with regards to this. We're in the universe of two. It's the place of just Yahweh and I. But the universe of many is the place where I interact with Almighty Yahweh in you. Remember, each one of us are facets of the diamond of Yahweh. And so as I see you, I see the face of Yahweh. You've heard me say this before. You know, many people have said, I've never seen the face of Yahweh. And my usual response is, well, I have. And I'm looking at a facet of him right now. I'm looking in your face and I see his face in you. And so the truth is, is that we have seen him, at least in the expression of each one of us. Well, if that's the case, then I need that connection with the facet of Yahweh that is each one of us. We all do. Every joint supplies. And in this place of us sharing the treasure that Yahweh has given us, that's exactly what occurs, is there's an every joint supply where each are sharing of the things that Yahweh has given us. And that's the place of our breath, the place of our breath to Yahweh and his breath back to us. My word goes forth into all the earth and it will not return back void. It will accomplish all that I have set it out to accomplish. Today's podcast seems to really be a lot of, if you will, review or just this place of remembering. I like that term better than I do review. It's a place of remembering, remembering the promises, remembering the promises that Chet has brought us into. You see, the second Hebrew letter that we're honoring today is actually one of the 12 tribes of Israel, which is Zebulon. Zebulon had a very unique path and a very unique connection with one other tribe, and that was the tribe of Issachar. The two worked hand in hand as they began to grow and they began to uh, to really begin to honor one another in what they did. Zebulon was known as the as the business. They they were the ones that that in their ships they would go out and they would would gather a lot and they would they would sell a lot. So they were they were very very wealthy businessmen. Issachar on the other side, these guys were more of the priests. They were the ones that stayed inside the tents, if you will, and looked to the face of the father. They were, if in a, in a sense, representing that of Melchizedek or Zadok, looking to the face of the father and looking to see what he would say. And the two of them would come together, and there was an equal honor amongst both, because Zebulon would go to Issachar and, and ask them, what are you seeing? What are you seeing by the Spirit? Because as Zebulon in business, they began to realize how important it was to know the word of the Lord and then operate their business based on the word of the Lord. And so as a result, Zebulon began to be very, very wealthy. Zebulon began to prosper greatly. And in doing so, what they did was they said, okay, Issachar, you guys are so much a part of what we do that they split the profits 50-50 with Issachar. They said, we know that, that if we would not be in this place of where we are, except by the word of the Lord and hearing what the word of the Lord is for us. And so they gave 50% of their profits to them. And as a result, they, were, they, were, they prospered even all the more. 
But there's a depth to that that goes even beyond just the business aspect of it. Although that in and of itself should be a place where we begin to see the place of business and how Yahweh has given us this this place of business, of ministry, of, of what he's called you into doing and then establishing that from there and moving forward because Yahweh then does have a place where he can bless us. And so this brings us to that place of the royal priesthood, the ascended dwelling place. Many of you may have heard my story with regards to this and I may have alluded to it a little bit on some of the podcasts, but I know the first time that that Yahweh took me into the secret place, that it was such an absolute beautiful time. There was an absolute depth and connection, and I, I can't describe the whole depth of what, what, what Yahweh was doing inside of me as he took me into the secret place. But I remember looking at my watch and saying, you know what, I got to get to work. And uh, I didn't want to have to leave that time. Matter of fact, my, my thought was very short-sighted because I thought, Yahweh, this is what I thought inside of my spirit. I said, Yahweh, why don't I just uh, call in sick and you and I can spend the rest of the afternoon together. But what actually came out of my mouth was this. I, I looked at Yahweh and I said, Yahweh, I never, ever want to leave this place. And that's when he turned around and said, you don't have to. This place is inside of you. From that moment on, I knew that I never had to leave the secret place. Living and operated in that, operating in that ascended dwelling place, teaching and imparting, the, the, the being in the heart of Yahweh as he teaches and imparts to us the depth of his word. As we become glorious light beings to our original intent, living in that place of the higher consciousness in the image of Yahweh, we are becoming him in the earth. 